This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is episode number 275, and we're so glad to have you along for the ride. Uh, I'm the host of this uh, Ship of Fools, and I go by the name X. Not because I'm trying to be edgy, but just because um, I, I I think my first name's really boring, and X gives me a little bit of a, an allure of sounding like uh, somebody more interesting than who I really am. I mean, my parents gave me two first names as my first and middle name. And my last name is boring as shit, too, so I go by X because it's more fun that way. Anyway, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. Uh, we are a left-leaning politics and atheist show. Um, we're here to enjoy ourselves, and we gl- we're we glad to have you come along with us. Uh, joining me on the show this week, we have Kyle Steenblick, Felicia and Twistle, who is finally back, and a patron duo that is uh, at our top-level tier patron patronage that we have out there. On patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts. And it's uh, Any Mouse and Head Cynic are the the two people that are joining us this week. Apparently, Joe Bacon, who's been on the show a few times before, they go way back uh, to being friends on other po- uh, political boards and stuff. So it's really cool to have this little community that's growing up from our show. I really think it's awesome. As you might have noticed, it is me doing this in post. We didn't really get a chance to get around to uh, bringing up the uh, the intro of the show this week only because we were talking about other things and it's it's hectic recording on Saturdays especially the ones that are coming right before holidays hit and you know I, I know never not everybody is the kind of person that celebrates the the Christmas season uh, I don't celebrate any of the religious aspects of it I just enjoy the paganism of the whole thing anyway uh, I don't have anything special going on in my week it's just a uh, same old shit different day glad to be back to doing the podcast this week i'm glad to have everybody listening to it we've got some good stuff lined up for you i can't wait to share it with you so let's go ahead and get started with that and so i'm going to pass you off to our first little commercial break and at the other end of that you will get your first clip of whatever we talked about this week not going to ruin it for you but we had a good time anyway we'll catch you in a minute this is the utah outcasts hey y'all this is tucker from the atheist in the trailer park podcast And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. (laughs) Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. Outrage has been uh, erupting, I should say here, among liberal American Jews here in the wake of the New York Times report this week that President Trump plans to sign an executive order. Well, not plans. He did. He did sign the executive order this week, did he not? Uh, I, I believe he did. Yes, he did. He did. So, 
now it is uh if you are Jewish, it is now your nationality here in the United States is that you are from the nation of Judaism. That was actually made up by the New York Times. That was debunked. I have an actual copy of the proclamation, and he doesn't he doesn't claim any such thing in the proclamation itself. Really? Yeah. So the, it was just Stephen Miller trying to say that whole thing. Yeah, probably. basically it was a, a Stephen Miller and 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 uh, over reporting from the New York Times by a uh, by a uh, document that was posted to Scribd because we know everything on Scribd is true. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely true. Every time that you read something on script, yeah. And and basically all the, all the proclamation actually does is reiterate what's already in the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> Meaning that you can't, you know, discriminate against somebody on the basis of nationality, color, yep. sexual <laughs> sexual preference and you know, all of the stuff that's supposed to be there that everybody should just get the fuck over it already, but the we one, seem to the, not the be able to as a country. The one big concern reading the proclamation, I have it up on my screen now, but the one big concern reading the proclamation is, is that it, in theory, could be used to try to shut down uh, 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 boycott, divest, and sanction movements. Yeah, the BDS movement, which we support, you know? Yeah, yeah we do. Um... Hey, you could be anti-Zionist and still be pro-Jewish people. Hey, imagine that. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can talk to the many Jewish folk on my friends list who are supporting, who are anti-Israel and pro-Jewish. So this is the same yeah. crap we went through in the Reagan administration when uh, when BDS was used against South Africa. Oh, so pandering. Okay, got That's it. That's the same crap. <laughs> <sighs> and yet they still keep electing the same fucking bullshit people into office over there. Well. I mean, uh, Netanyahu, he's in Trump's boat right now, where if he doesn't make it into office, he uh, will most likely be arrested for some shit. So freaking lawyer is uh, is is under indictment now for money laundering. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyway, the uh, the item that we had from Newsweek said that Jewish groups have suggested the report reported move is actually anti-Semitic in that it casts Jews as a separate nationality to all other Americans, arguing that it could stifle legitimate criticism of Israeli policies. Uh, right. Um, yeah, no, Jew, Jewish people, sorry, that, I dropped a Jew there, but uh, Jewish people are not a nationality. There is no nation of origin that you can track Jews back to. There is no ethnic national origin for Jewish people uh, there, but there is a genetic component to Judaism and there is an ethnic identity for a lot of Jewish people that is necessary. Now, it is still a construct. It is still a social construct, and that's important to acknowledge. But um, that being almost entirely in, in opposition to... Uh, that that ethnic identity is important to rally around in opposition to anti-Semitism. See, uh, what is Jewish is almost entirely constructed by anti-Semitism. Um, and so people- you don't you don't have Israel, you don't have and I'm not saying Israel itself. I'm just saying the idea of Israel without people suffering through the pogroms of, you know, mm -hmm. Russia and living through the Holocaust and everything. I mean, you wouldn't, you'd ha you had Hasidim back then, 
but they wouldn't be to the extent they are now without the fact that all of this bad shit happened right. to them, realizing, wow, God must be really fucking pissed it's, at It's us, almost like know? the concept of blackness does not exist without the concept of whiteness, and Jewish identity is the same way. Jewish identity is almost exclusively placed in opposition to Aryanness, whiteness. It's the same thing. Um, where Jewish people uh, in, in modern America do actually benefit from a lot of white privilege because most Jewish people in modern America are what we would classify as white, um, a modern classification of whiteness. Um, but they do get a separate classification as Jewish people um, because of racism. See, race doesn't yeah. exist. But but even then, <laughs> those racists don't always follow hard and fast the rules that they put out in front of them. No, so. no, no, no. It's 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 more of a method to authoritarianism yeah. rather than a realism and sort I, of thing. I bring that up only because the guy that invented sea monkeys. Yeah. Nazi was a Nazi, but he was also Jewish. <laughs> he was Jewish. See, that's that's another thing is like you can be Jewish and be allied with white supremacy. Uh that happens. It's happened several times throughout history. But yes, you can be Jewish and you can align yourself with white supremacy. Um now you want to talk about a, a guy that was that supports Israel. But also at the same time is anti-Semitic. Our very own president, Donald Trump. How about that shit that he said at that speech the other day in front of IPAC? You know? Also, Representative Steve King of Iowa. Uh, well, uh, Stephen Miller is a white nationalist, very anti-Semitic, and he is Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he's Jewish. He's not. I should. I should keep away from saying the the, the hard J. The hard J there. So. Okay, so the progressive Jewish, if not now, organization said, uh, said that the reported executive order says it's not about keeping Jews safe. It's about more anti-Semitism. Uh, the order right. defines Judaism as a nationality, promoting the classically bigoted idea that American Jews are not, well, American. Mm -hmm. Conflating criticism of the Israeli government with anti-Semitism is actually anti-Semitic because it implies that all Jews agree with and are responsible for Israel's actions. There are Jewish people in Israel right now who disagree with their government and participate in protests against their government. Now, to get to the, uh, the, the BDS thing that we were talking about there, the liberal J Street group, has condemned this executive order with its president, uh, Jeremy Ben-Ami, uh, suggesting that the move was about shutting down legitimate opposition to the White House and its far-right Israeli allies. And he says here, We feel it is misguided and harmful for the White House to unilaterally declare a broad range of nonviolent campus criticism of Israel to be anti-Semitic, especially at a time when the prime driver of anti-Semitism in this country is the xenophobic white nationalist far-right. That's entirely accurate wow yep. and he said uh it is particularly outrageous and absurd for president trump to pretend to care about anti-semitism during the same week in which he once again publicly spouted anti-semitic tropes about jews and money he did though 
He didn't miss a stereotype. He did not miss a single stereotype. The only thing he could have done was like done the hand rubbing thing and talk about shekels and talking about how big people's noses are and stuff. That's yep. about the only thing that he missed or or if he started bringing up mitzvah pebez and you know where you do the, nobody needs to know. Or, or started knows. reading from the protocols of the elders of Zion. Oh my god, that racist fucking tome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that fucking book has has continued on to this day. Thanks, Henry Ford. <laughs> <sighs> it's almost like we shouldn't allow these people to make as much money as they do. You know, money should be mm. tied into. Yes, I'm going to say an SJW type thing here. Take it out of fucking context. If you're not a good person, you don't deserve to have money. Let's just put it that way. Mm. <laughs> but, I'm kind of in for eat the rich. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Money doesn't need to exist. We made it up. I agree with that. And the, the fact is that um Did you after know watching, after watching Elon Musk on uh Rick and Morty, I'm like, <laughs> why the fuck did we have them on have that guy on there? What purpose did, did that you know? Serve? Did you know that the entire Incan Empire never had money? The Incan Empire. But look where they are now, Felicia. <laughs> Peace socialism doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> It, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go ahead and say that like the Incan Empire was uh, what uh, Engels would call a primitive communist. Um, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be what I would call an idealistic society. Uh, they were an empire, after all. And there's a lot of criticism due therein. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <coughs> colonization, authoritarianism. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. They were able to manage all of this in a complex economy, including trade, through many nations, without money. Money is not a necessary construct for we're a complex society. Heck, we're going to not establish a social system from one end of the empire to the other. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? So the Incas managed to establish a postal system from one end of the empire to the other. They did. They were, uh, yeah, no. Uh, it, it, it was a very complex society uh, through mountain ranges and a lot of forms of agriculture. There's a lot to learn there. And yes, it was authoritarian. And yes, it, there was problems. And yeah, there was rebellion. Um, probably several that caused its collapse. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they, they existed entirely without money. Money is not a necessary construct. I don't know why so many people are so connected to this. this that's libertarian. It's, it's, it's almost <laughs> like you can't keep stepping onto the necks and backs of all the proletariat out there. I mean, <laughs> oh, they sure affected that. So you're going to start suffering from a case of communist coughing here in a second. Where <laughs> collective action. <laughs> Cease, it means ejection. <laughs> oh, Why don't wow. I have a red rose in the background here? <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Vogon Poetry is widely accepted as the third worst in the universe. The second worst is that of the Asgoths of Kriya, 
during a recitation by their poet master Grunthos the Flatulent of his poem Ode to a Small Lump of Green Putty I found in my armpit one midsummer morning, four of his audience died of internal hemorrhaging. And the president of the Mid-Galactic Arts Nobbling Council survived by gnawing one of his own legs off. Oh, I will rend thee in these awards. The absolute worst poetry was written by Paula Nancy Millstone Jennings of Sussex. Luckily, it was destroyed when the earth was. It's time for Kyle's Poetry Corner. We've gone a number of weeks without doing one of these because Kyle has been... I mean, we've had lots of shitty poetry being thrown at us. Anwin has found us some uh, McGonagall poems that she really wants us to go through, and we'll get to those. We really will. Uh, But Kyle found a poem by uh milo andreas wagner yeah that's uh that's a a screen name or a stage name or nom de plume nom de plume (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's a milo uncultured swine that's a pin name that if if you're wondering there Right. Oh, this I is. I cannot uh, believe that this that had to be explained. It's fine. No, there yeah, are I'm pretty sure from people. context, somebody would got it. Would have gotten it. Felicia, Felicia, you are giving people way too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kyle, what's what's the poem you got for us this week? This is uh, this this is from uh, Milo Yiannopoulos's book. The it's called Eskimo Papoose. The book. Uh, This selection is called Poor Baby. And I'm so, so, so sorry. Eskimo papoose, like the the story of like, they leave their kids in their papooses to cry and like they learn. Okay, okay. okay. First of all, don't 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 read too much into it. No, no, No? I need to, I need, I need to address this really fast. So this is a, a similar thing that Russians do. And it's actually really good for an immune system and development. Um. So they swaddle the baby real, real good, right? Like like real, like, yeah, like real deep swaddling, very much comfort, warm, 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 not left unattended. And then they put their babies out in the cold. And again, very swaddled, very warm baby. And then they put, they they take uh, 10, 15 minutes of nap. They're not left unattended. It's a whole thing. Russians do it and Inuits. Inuits Kyle, do it. Are, are we reading too much into this? Are we? No, I just, I want to be clear on the cold baby thing. They're not like just putting infants in snow. Okay. They're not just taking like a naked baby and putting <laughs> like, it in the snow. Face down. Fuck you, infant. Yeah, that's not <laughs> what they're doing. It's, it's a very, it's a very specific thing. And it actually turns out that breathing the cold air actually can help like their lungs develop and it can actually uh, help build resistance to, to disease. There's studies on this. Uh, it's a tradition that just came out. Uh, like it, it's one of those things like ancient people just guessed on a good thing. Actually. Um, it's actually safe. It's fine. The a papoose is actually not Inuit. It's fine. It's fine. Right. It's fine. So Kyle, by all means, Orzo's here, so okay. Show up. So we're good to go. We're good. Mm-hmm. The cat's okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, uh, this is going to be so hard not to laugh. He's super fucking needy this week, Alicia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. All right. When you call my name flat on your back, it's like a little mutilation, a scalpel to the womb. Successfully means she cried. The king of cups expects a picnic, but this is not his birthday. I could not feel it. She could not take me with her. Gently, she lied. You're just like me. The only difference is that you want your hair stroked before I put the blind cuffs on. She didn't say it wasn't true. She looked up at me and smiled and said anything. If only I'd let her stay. Bitch. Try that mouthful of garbage with a switchblade in your windpipe. So I have been unkind in telling you to cut it out. But I believe it still. You'll never keep the child inside you. You'll never pass on matrilineal curses, pescatarianism, bigotry, and incest. But please, when you call my name flat on your back, it's little mutilation, a scalpel to the womb. You squeal like swine, but the other pigs just laugh. So you're rip, and it fades away. Uh, I, I am so, so sorry. I am so, so sorry. Brilliantism? What the hell was that word, Salad? <laughs> right, twas brillig in the slivy toves. Oh, Did he definitely thought it was brilliant. He oh, definitely Mimsy. thought that was. Well, the grows. Oh, it's, he definitely it's thought very... that was something clever. Oh, so clever, so so clever. It's just dripping with metaphor. Maybe hey, Milo, she doesn't want you. <laughs> Milo, you don't want her. What the fuck are for you writing reasons, heterosexual right? poetry for? Oh, and I love I, I love the misogyny of like with the switchblade in your windpipe. Fuck yeah, yeah, hell, yeah, man. yeah. No, there was there was some very obvious like he was clearly going for I'm offensive. This is offensive I'm... poetry. Right. But it's I'm it's a poet. <laughs> uh it's just so I'm so I feel bad. I feel really yeah, no, bad was, for putting was, that out. It was out. bad. It was bad. It was it was bad in that you were like, why did you bring that up? Like that had <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with the rest of the poem. What yeah, the switchblade in your windpipe. What does that have to do with anything? And then she was and like him attempting to repeat something in the first stanza in his last stanza. It's like but, no. the, the, but it didn't mean anything. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't mean anything the first time. No. Okay, so in so. the first stanza, it didn't mean anything. And then in the last stanza, it didn't add a second or third meaning. See, mm -hmm. that's, that's the way poetry works. That if you repeat a stanza, if you repeat a line in a stanza, that's the, by the third, second or third stanza, or, well, okay, if you're doing a three stanza poem, which this one was, um, you should be able to repeat themes, right? And then the theme yeah. itself grows upon itself. And so you say it in the first stanza and you're like, ah, that's what it means. But in the second stanza, you're like, oh, that's what it means. But by the third stanza, it means all of them combined to a larger meaning. I was that talking didn't, math. 
<laughs> well, and he didn't have any like there was set. no there was no, there's, no set um meter. Uh, there's no there's no meter. meter. No, there was no rhythm. No. At no. All. I tried. I tried. I know you tried, huh? <laughs> but like he went like iambic monometer to like iambic triameter, and it's just like like wait, dude, you, <laughs> you are fucking up. You are raping poetry right now, and I don't like this. You know, meter. And and, and I'm and I'm perfectly fine with free flow poetry, right? Oh poetry yeah, that, test it that out. Breaks, Under- yeah, no, breaks yeah. rules and is just a like an, an existence in and of itself. But this was clearly going for some sort of meaning. This but is this in is a, in a like in a just a initial understanding. There was no meaning. Where in good poetry, the initial meanings come out. Like you can yeah. feel it from the initial self, and then you can examine it deeper. But like it should mean something. But this one was just like, bitches, am I right? That's what it. That's what it was. Bitches, am I right? And why shut haven't up, we women. deported? Yeah, why haven't we deported Milo Yiannopoulos yet? Because um, the Mercers are protecting him. Well, that and nobody wants him back. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, Boris Johnson got elected. He can go home. <laughs> so he's got like a that whole poem was bitches, am I right? And the, what was that like? And Bill. Mo- Remind everybody that Bill Maher compared Milo to Hitch. You know, <laughs> I personally do not care for Christopher Hitchens. And however, however, not anywhere close. Not miles near. Not <laughs> even close. No. Yeah. Thanks, though. Yeah, yeah. Hitchens, Hitch, Hitchens could write. <laughs> oh, there's a whole hmm. book of these. Oh no. Speaking of books, uh, Silly is going to be sending us uh, a uh, Answers in Genesis book that she had from her childhood. Oh, God. Damn. A uh, Christian, uh, conservative Christian creation family. And it's like the myths of uh, evolution kind of thing. So we're going to get that in. We're going to we're going to go to Kinko's and just start copying it. And if they say anything, like, just be like, "Mm, for personal use. Fucking sue me. (laughs) Yeah. Make me popular. Answers in Genesis. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same thing with this uh, Milo book. Uh, apparently, it's hard to find. Oh, it is impossible to find. <laughs> what even was that poem? Um, it, it is it is a a, a, a gay man, uh, trying to talk about sleeping with a woman, impregnating oh. her, and her having an abortion. Oh, that's what that was about. Yes. Oh, you didn't catch that? Yeah, oh, the flat it on was... the back and the. Um... Uh-huh. I got the flat on the back. I got that there was like heterosexual sex in there. Yeah, no, I, I understood that part. Right, right. I've had I... heterosexual sex before. No, that's that's worse than heterosexual. That's like that's vanilla as fuck. No, I that... know that. See, like I. It's... Okay. <laughs> it was barely recognizable. It was hardly. Wait, that was sex. <laughs> I, I understood that women lay on their backs and then they receive the dick. Not around this household. <laughs> Boom! Oh, but that's how we close an, uh, a, 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 a clip. That's great. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. 
Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Please do not be alarmed. We are about to engage the nozzle. Please do not move while the nozzle is engaging. Moving will disrupt calibration of the nozzle. Please wait while we calibrate the nozzle. Please do not look away from the nozzle. The nozzle is now calibrating. The nozzle is still calibrating. The nozzle has completed calibration. Thank you. There's our pink cheek junior G-man. What was that thing? I have no idea. All right, so last week, we uh, on our segment of uh, Bullshit or Bullshit You Can Buy, we, we talked about a thing called an Orgone charging plate. I didn't know what that was. And unfortunately for other astute listeners of... Astute? Astute? No, astute listeners of our show... Uh, wanted to uh, send us some information that we have, they had, about this whole Orgone charge plates and what are they and how to use them. And this came from Hope Girl YouTube. <sighs> it's a very fascinating channel. Like, okay, if I had 9.3 thousand subscribers, I would hope that I get more than 42 views on my video, and I'm three of them, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, let, let's hear what this lady's got to say about this. How do I use the charge plates? Oh, we great. get this question a lot because they're they're interesting. They have many different uses. Yeah. So how how do you use them? Okay. So um, so charge plates, the way they're designed, obviously the field is to come up from the plate or and below the plate. Wait, he just contradicted himself in the first fucking sentence. There, it's like, well, obviously they come up from the bottom, up from the wait, no, top down. Uh, <laughs> Look, you put the thing on the plate. You just put the thing on the plate, okay? That would have worked better. These people are terrible salesmen. <laughs> Let's just put it there. All right, hang on. Um, but you can have it in your living room or uh, on the counter in your kitchen. So you can put just fruits and vegetables on top of it. And there's all kinds of experiments you can see online, people replicating this um, uh, preservation experiment where if you have a fruit or vegetable on the charge plate, and you know, if you wanted to do this over a 30-day period versus that same fruit or vegetable off the charge plate, like on a plate somewhere, um, over the course of time, uh, the one on the charge plate is preserved longer. It's because of the argon field that's coming from the plate. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, man. <laughs> First of all, mute your mic when you cough. And then, you, yeah, it's it's not hard. It's a button. It's a button you can either push on the computer there, or it's one that you can push on your mixer. I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do not adjust your audio. Right. The, <laughs> yes, no, don't adjust your audio. Don't freak out. I was doing a thing. I was right. doing, a doing a thing. The the funny thing the funny thing about that kind of that kind of experimentation with the preservation of produce, there are so many variables. 
that come into play that i mean it it's a it's really just a basic you know causation type of assumption sorry i'm wondering what the fuck's going on (laughs) what the hell happened on that screen Well, I was looking for a canning jar, which is the real way to preserve stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh yeah. No, there, are, there are Sorry, like on the floor here for a month. <laughs> no, no. Do you really want to preserve something? Just, just impale it on a piece of quartz. What's <laughs> good oh, if you dry it then? And then you stick that right as up an, your ass <laughs> as an actual cheesemonger uh, familiar with preserving food uh, there are several methods of preserving food uh, do any of them involve stone plates not that, that I have ever heard vibrational of vibrational energy not that I have ever been aware of no no stone plates and vibrational energy are not part of preserving uh did you know that you can actually just do cured salmon in your fridge like Mm -hmm. your regular home refrigerator you can just cure salmon um yeah there's recipes i would recommend looking this up but the basic idea (laughs) is uh fuck ton of salt uh shit ton of sugar um sorry guys that's actually a part of preserving too is sugar um mm-hmm. yep. it doesn't actually like the the amount of sugar that actually gets into the meat of the thing is is pretty minimal but uh so right it's it's there for the the hydroscopic properties or, thank you very yeah. much or for, for a third one there felicia i just want to involve everybody in on this one is that uh fermentation is another way of doing it too you know? fermentation yes. is fantastic and you can pretty much ferment anything fish is particularly meat. stinky <laughs> Uh, if and if you're gonna ferment meat, you better know what kind you of back- what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> you better know what kind of bacterias you're working in, uh, and you better be if you're doing it in your home. You better be in a very specific climate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, fish was done in a very specific manner as well. Yep. But mm-hmm. if you want to do salmon in your home, you get a fuck ton of salt, you get a fuck ton of sugar, and you get some herb sprigs. Uh, and also some black pepper. Don't ever forget your black pepper, guys. And yeah. um, I destroy my food with black pepper. Oh, I love, I love, <laughs> it. I love it so much. But but you you essentially coat your stuff in the sugar salt, and then you just press some herbs between some salmon fillets. Wrap that shit very tight in plastic. Uh, put it in the fridge. Flip it a few times a day uh, to let the, the juices not stick. And uh, then, then you got some cured salmon. Um, cheese, not so easy. I, you need a cheese fridge, but you can make homemade cheese. You can make your fresh cheeses in your home. It's very easy. Well, yep. no, it's not easy. It's, uh, it's involved. Well, ricotta is quite simple, actually. Ricotta, um, if you're working off of, not off of, uh, if you're not making mozzarella in your home, ricotta can be quite simple. But if you're, you should be doing ricotta from the leftover way from your mozzarella, it's fine. Um, And everybody out there that thinks that cottage cheese is a replacement for ricotta? 
It is not. No. It is not. It is Fuck not. You. Those are not. a different process entirely. Very, very different. <laughs> different flavors entirely. Yeah. The profiles. And I, I'm interrupting only because I want to get back to this guy talking about preservation of fruits on a stone. Anyway, uh, hang on, okay. Felicia. Hold that thought. There, you're, I'm sure you're going to have more, yeah. and it's not over yet. Hang on. Now, what's great about charge plates also is that you can have these in, and put it inside your fridge, and it will preserve your fruits and vegetables in your fridge longer. No. Now, Wait, do you just do you just claim that you could put a a rock in your fridge and preserve your fruits and vegetables longer? I think so. He, he certainly did. Is that mm -hmm. what he Okay. That's not mm -hmm. how decay works. No. I will judge That's not how refrigerators work. <laughs> I will judge a motherfucker if I go over to their house and like, hey, you guys have a beer? Yeah, just go get it in the fridge and I open it up and there's a fucking charge plate made out of stone in there and be like What's this bullshit? And okay, first of all, stone doesn't hold charge. I don't know what he <laughs> means by that word. Charge generally is like an electric term, and electricity has to have an active source. It has to have a balance of electrons inside of something that gets transferred out. You know, Stone does not make so i don't know what he means <laughs> but even if it was a battery even if this just rock which is what stone is i don't know why he doesn't understand this he does he's a liar he's a grifter uh stone is not a battery batteries don't make fruit better yeah. Okay. 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 Double okay. volt battery to my fucking bananas and see how. That uh, okay. Going to suggest so, a package double A's in the fridge. If you <laughs> if you apply electricity, shovel it into your banana into if, the bananas. If you <laughs> if you apply electricity to your fruit, you're cooking it. You're you're just cooking it. It's just cooking. It's just by a different method and probably a worse one. Okay. So, um. You generally don't want to cook things in your refrigerator. That's not what refrigerators are for. And <laughs> preserving fruit comes from fermentation and or drying, neither of which happen in a refrigerator. Or with um, stone. <laughs> or with stone. That's not what. Okay. Fermentation <laughs> comes from cultivating, cultivating bacteria. Cultivating bacteria means that you're just like you're doing a process to it. Yeah, you're dumping yeah. some yeast into this thing that's gonna eat all the sugars. That's yeah, you're doing it. You're doing a thing, you're doing a fermentation thing. It's probably gonna stink. It's fine. Get over it. I need you to get over it. The stuff um, that comes out at the end is gonna be delicious, though. It that's is, the yeah, exactly. Fermentation or it's it also may be disgusting. Some fermentation processes I'm still not down with. Yeah, I've had a I've had a batch of beer go sour on me one time. And not it, like not like good sour, but like obviously some wild yeast got in there somewhere. And ah, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. You it got bad. it. Your yeast, man, it'll it'll fuck Ta you over. It tasted uh, like bile. It was bad, yo. It was <laughs> real bad. But that's not okay. Fruit preservation is almost <laughs> exclusively done through drying. Um, you can do some pickling of fruit with lots some of sugar too. Let's not forget that. Or, or candy. Yeah, lots of sugar. So you can do your preserves. You can actually do your like jams and jellies and various ways to long term keep fruit so it's not gross. Uh, or drying if you're just keeping straight fruit. 
if you're putting it in the refrigerator, by the way, you don't actually need to refrigerate all your fruit. Not all of those. Nope. Bananas are, don't go in the fridge. Nope. Yeah. No, some no some things don't go in the fridge, like potatoes, garlic, cantaloupe, onions. Yeah. They, none of these things need to go in the fridge. You probably shouldn't, in fact. I mean, after you cut it open and peel it, yes. Uh, fridge, you, but, you know. Actually, you shouldn't. Uh, cut melon is a danger danger zone don't just eat if you're if you're doing melon just eat it and then throw it away because it's a it's a cut eat food well Um, i I wash my melon before i it doesn't matter if you wash it it's Mm. a high it's a high risk food doesn't matter if you wash it well i'm gonna live in the danger zone and i'm gonna hit play again so we can If you've uh, looked at anything dealing with uh, organ accumulators by the, the late Dr. Wilhelm Reich, these are boxes of what I mentioned earlier of metal and nonmetal as the walls. And when you make a box out of that, uh, that organ energy is stored inside the container. Okay, and some of the effects of that is that you're able to put things within this accumulator or this box and things last longer. Seedlings uh, are sprout healthier. Um, blood that's drawn from uh for testing uh is preserved longer within these accumulators versus the control wooden box uh so these accumulators why is that's just not how wooden box you can I, I don't mean to get hung up on that but what the fuck <laughs> that's not how decay works hey man i i don't know about you buddy but when i go in my fridge i don't have like blood testing shit just hanging out that's not how well, and decay works. That's not how decay works. But nobody's—they're not—they're not interested. Nobody is interested in preserving blood samples in that manner. If if they have to preserve a blood sample, they freeze it. I'm waiting to get to the next hashtag on this one because it's hashtag 5G protection. That's what I'm waiting for. 5G protection? (laughs) Jesus, goddamn Christ! That's not. Relevant God. to food preservation. God damn it, X! What did you get me into this week? <laughs> okay, so here's okay, so here's the thing. Hate me. Okay, so here's the thing. Cold temperatures do actually preserve food for longer. In that bacterial growth does not it, it does it doesn't right right it's slow yeah because slower. It's, it's slower it's not growing. Ideal. You know, that's why when you have a beer that you lager, you know. You have it in colder temperatures. It's yeast it's, that grows on the bottom, not on the top. But it's you know? slow growing. It's slow growing. The whole <sighs> the whole magic about it, the whole magic is that it's slow. See, that's what refrigerators are amazing at is like uh, your, your, your milk down. isn't going to curdle as fast. You don't need to have a daily milk ban because it's going to it's it's not going to curdle very quickly. And we also have to worry about milk. But OK, OK. So here's the thing. Um, pasteurized milk is never, ever, 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 ever going to make you sick, ever. Especially the ultra-pasteurized, which um, you can't make cheese from, so don't try. Um, you, But it, it will never, <laughs> ever, ever make you sick. It may taste disgusting at a certain level, but it will never make you sick. Um, but the refrigerator slows the bacterial growth, and it slows the spoiling process such as curdling so that it's not going to taste nasty for a much longer period of time this is also especially important 
for things like cut vegetables and cook food, cooked food. You guys can just go take a food safety course. I don't know about you guys, but I still don't understand how to use an orgone plate. And, oh, and it's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. If it mattered, then chefs would use it, and chefs don't give a shit. You mean we can't just we can't just uh, schlock our porterhouse steaks onto an orgone plate and just leave them out on the counter until we're ready to eat them? <laughs> you should actually you should actually have your steak out on the counter until room temperature before cooking, but it's safe because of the way it's butchered. God damn it! Accumulators have a preservation effect. Now, funny enough, our refrigerators. Um, okay, fuck him. He said refrigerators. Yes, he did. <laughs> We can we can just we can just stop it now. No, I need to, I need to know. I need to know. Right um, in a way, if you think about it, are a form of organ accumulator. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? A refrigerator is an organ accumulator. No, it's not. It's cold. <laughs> That's you know they they have a depressed. metal or a plastic plastic on the inside and metal on the outside. You have basically a shell of plastic and metal no and that's that's it's about keeping the cold in and the hot out the cold in and if you're it's just about keeping the cold it's about bacterial growth motherfucker it's about it's i'm sorry it's about bacterial growth i need it's it's bacterial growth <laughs> I had no idea this was going to hit you so hard, Felicia. Uh, okay, I've been working at a gas station recently, and I saw the way this motherfucker treated food, and it's frankly disgusting. But people gave your gas station five stars for the chicken that it serves. They really shouldn't. The dude seemed... Okay, so the guy the guy who owns it uh, is vegetarian and has been a vegetarian his entire life and seems to think that you can undercook chicken and it's fine. No. <laughs> he also no. does not care about expiry dates. And so he will just keep chicken until it's green. Literally, that is. He doesn't get it. And I'm telling you right now that refrigerators don't have magic properties in their plastic and metals. <laughs> The idea is to keep things cold below a certain temperature to save off bacterial growth. I'm it's just, it's just bacterial growth. It's just wireless. I'm waiting for 5G. I really am. That kind of lends to the preservation effect of refrigerators. Mm -mm. If you put one of these plates inside your refrigerator, no. you basically. That's three times. Three times he said refrigerator. I'm almost done. I'm, I'm almost done. Basically, boost the preservation ability no. of the fridge. That's. I mean, we've noticed. Why would I want to preserve my fridge? <laughs> Time and temperature. It's well, you refrigerate, then you can, and then you do it again. You refrigerate. No, oh, there you go. That's it. That's our customers thing. and family have mm -hmm. done this, and they found no. that the vegetables that they put in that last maybe like four or five days, maybe three days in the summertime. Yeah. That's. Oh. That is not oh a long God. time. It's not a long time for vegetables. I mean, I've had I've, had, I've got I've got carrots in there that have been there for like two months. They're still fine. But yet you buy a cucumber and that motherfucker is water after a week. Oh, yeah. No, it's it just it's dependent. It's dependent on the genetics and the temperature 
Nope, I'm done. Nope, I'm done with that one. Guys. These things have specific times and temperatures. Every food is very specific in its time. If it's cooked, if it's cooked, you got a week maximum, maximum on that shit. A week. If it smells like shit before a week, don't eat it. Oh my God. Like, you know what rotten food smells like. You're not going to put a rock in your fridge and have anything last longer than that. How food works. God. Damn it, I'm so upset. I'm so upset because this can get people really sick. This can get people really, really sick and dead. Did you know that most food poisoning comes from the home? And these motherfuckers are going to be eating like rotten food and they're going to be like, I had a rock in there and that made it fine. No, I'm sorry, a stone. A stone. They had a stone, which is a rock, which is a rock. And they're going to be like, that magic rock made my, my dad would for this. Jesus I still want to hear about the 5D. <laughs> what? I thought orgone had to do with orgasmic energy. Oh, know. orgasmic energy <laughs> actually does preserve food. Like the more you come, the longer your food lasts. That's right. That's where the that's where the that's where the box comes in. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cucumbers. I, I don't have a better joke. I, I really don't. <laughs> and then they go slimy and all of that. Uh that they don't they don't get that with when they put the plate inside. So you could also, I, um, some people put it on a chair. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Good job. No, where's this going? You can't just stop it there. You can. <laughs> He's dead. You killed him. You killed X. I don't think I've laughed this hard in something a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tears in my head. If you're putting this thing on a chair, I can guess where we're going. Oh my with it. god, that's where my mind went. I'm like, you I... can put this in a chair, though. <laughs> Where's the cucumbers? <laughs> if you put it in a chair, I have a few. <laughs> <sighs> Good god. Yes. As well. So, like, if you have a chair, especially with a cushion, you can put it underneath the cushion and sit on the plate. So we keep going. I'm gonna keep going. People have actually done that uh, because they want to, like, um, if if they're into meditation, they want to come. Actually, what I was saying about about what I read in the seventies about orgone and orgasmic energy and cucumbers, <laughs> especially when they're slimy. <laughs> meditation, or they just want to like do some like breathing exercises uh, to put the plate on the chair to help you know and sit on top of it. Yes, as well. That's you know, it. There's no 5G. <laughs> I missed the 5G. <laughs> they were looking for it. They couldn't find the 5G spot. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. 
So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. It's bullshit or bullshit you can buy. And it's going to be actually annotated by our very own Anwen Davies, who's going to uh, share with us the actual text of what she. Well, okay, I'm giving her too much credit again for what she may or may not have written, may or may not have written there. Yeah, Kyle, exactly. So get us started with the uh, the first product that we have here there, Anwen. This Inku amulet is cased up together with a very rare and powerful love potion oil. A very strong attraction oil known for its powerful Kama Sutra sexual attraction power and pheromone effect to arouse the opposite gender easily. Hard pass. According, <laughs> according to Bullshit Artist, the wearer will possess great charm and be able to attract anyone of the opposite sex easily. Hang on, the hang wearer, on, pause, pause. I'm looking at the text here. My apologies. Yeah, okay. The wearer will point. possess great charm and be able to attraction anyone <laughs> of the opposite sex easily. <laughs> the wearer will gain dominance in a relationship and can easily gain attention from the opposite gender. Hard pass. With the, with the ingredients and consecration <laughs> method, this amulet is really powerful and should not be used for the wrong purpose as it's a make someone fall helplessly in love with the wearer. This type of yin tong is also meant to increase sexual prowess, seduction, and fulfill any intimate relationship. Ooh, Viagra and an amulet. No, no, Oxford comma on that one. I bet this, this, amulet, this amulet is excellent for those who are facing problems with love relationship, especially sex life, or simply use it for attractive, a desired person of the opposite sex, boost self-confidence, and gain more charismatic power and advantage in a dating game. So it is an in-ku amulet that makes you makes people of the opposite sex want to fuck, want to slap. It's in a dating game. Why didn't they use this in the 60s? Uh, I'm going to say bullshit you can buy. Oh, you can buy this. Oh, oh yeah. I'm thinking you could buy it. All four of us are in agreement. This is bullshit that you could buy, Anwen. What is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's available on eBay, and you can buy it in packs of ten. Of course you can. Oh, my God. They just have people oh ripping their bodices running at me if I wore all ten at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you're, you're only supposed to use them for good, not for evil. That's right. Not for how, you're supposed to use them for good. Not it's for a, awesome. it's in the it's in the end user license agreement. Uh, I, I think the misspellings give it away uh, and the bad grammar. <laughs> so, um, I think I gave you a picture. It, it's basically a little pewter cast token inside a plastic bubble of oil. And uh, how much would you pay for a pack of ten? Pack of ten easily three ninety five. 
for that pack of 10. $3.95. A pack of 10. A pack of 10 is probably going to set you back around 60. I'm thinking about 70. I'm thinking 100. Okay. Closest without going over. Anwin, who is the, the winner of this one? Kyle's powers are coming back to the floor. It's 59 with free <laughs> international shopping. Oh, man. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, please I feel, check out I feel better now. Please check out the link because the photographs and the, I, I actually the gave you. What am I looking at? <laughs> I gave you an edited version of the Woo um, because the, the language was just so, so hard. <laughs> I'm just amazed that eBay is still a thing, too. <laughs> the magical properties and attributes of the Inku. And it's a whole bunch of letters I'm not going to say here. And just, What the yes. fuck? Am, it's like it's like pewter figures that are like hugging and kissing each other. And it's got like olive oil wrapped around it. And it's got like a, a slug of plastic around it. What the fuck am I looking at here? Bullshit, yeah, You're looking makes, at bullshit. That makes me so hot. I can't wait to fuck my wife. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And I keep scrolling and it's just it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I know. <the> fuck. <laughs> you'll, you'll need to give people the link below because it's, Holy it's shit. just... Yep. Yep. Link will be provided below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching on... uh, If you're listening on the podcast I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that much work. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I really am. <laughs> Shall we do the next one? And nobody listens to, nobody clicks the fucking show links anyway. Anyway, go ahead, Anwin. What's the next one? All right. Bullshit brand seven in one pilgrimage gift pack contains everything you need from the Holy Land a flask of holy water from the River Jordan, a flask of olive oil from olive groves in Bethlehem. Blessed in the Church of Nativity, Bethlehem. Holy soil from the holy city of Jerusalem. Sacred incense made from frankincense and myrrh. A nine-carat gold-plated incense burner. Holy candles blessed in the Church of John the Baptist. And a crucifix of the true cross of olive wood with a silver representation of our Lord cast in pewter and affixed to the cross with holy thorn. This would make the perfect gift for a friend or relative too elderly or ill to make the pilgrimage to the Holy Land themselves or for a beloved child about to take First Holy Communion or Confirmation to bring our Lord's life, death and resurrection closer to their understanding and experience. Comes in a beautiful display box illustrated with the seven stations of the cross. All of our items and gifts are shipped to our Minnesota warehouse from the Holy Land. This allows us to send them to you very quickly. Your order will be packed and shipped within one business day. Please visit our eBay store for more authentic products from the Holy Land. I need to remind folks that uh, in reading this, within is two words. I need to bring that up, only because I'm a grammar Nazi when it comes to this whole thing. <laughs> There's so much. A whole whopping nine carats of gold. A whole whopping nine. <laughs> that's that's possibly a whole micron thick. Uh, bullshit you can buy. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Kyle, you're muted, but I I could read your lips and you said bullshit you can buy. Yeah, it makes me sad, but you can buy this. I'm saying bullshit. 
Yeah, I think it's straight up bullshit too. It is bullshit. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> depressingly, depressingly. This sounds like my pillow bullshit that's going on here. It's like there is a shitload of very similar bullshit. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, splitting including, hairs. I see. <laughs> including a lot of bottles of water from the River Jordan. Oh yeah, most that's... of which have been scented for freshness, with air quotes, <laughs> and all bearing the warning. External use only. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because dying from drinking the water from the Holy River would give it a bad rep. <laughs> oh, it, is, it is unbelievably polluted. But yes, that, that is that is um I was God inspired, it. but it is bullshit. And <laughs> <I was laughs> uh, that was that was just that was just a dirty trick. Right I, thought Minnesota, I, thought Minnesota, I thought the Minnesota warehouse was a nice touch. I love that. Oh, that was a like, very nice touch. That was a very here. nice touch. That was one of that was one of those touches where it's like, no, there's no, that's too specific. It sounds like it comes from Michelle Bachman RMRs. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds like something I could easily go over to like um Hobby Lobby and just buy right now. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah. They, they did have gift packs, but not of nine. You know, as I said, they were similar. Well, why not? But not exactly the same. Ah, oh, it's a dirty. Because that's a. That's just a dirty. That's just a dirty, dirty trick. That was a good story, <laughs> I like it. I mean, uh, but- I, 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 I can, I can, I can admire the the, the craftsmanship there. <laughs> but I'm it's not happy cool. about it. It's a high quality fake. I can I can admire the intricate design carved out of just giant turds there. I admire Anwin's uh, uh, Anwin's uh, honorable uh, uh, honorable uh, notions of not going into the business of grifting. <laughs> no, I think most of us have said, like, even if you are on the periphery of doing the show here, that the easy way of making money would be bilking people out of it. But there's that giant fucking thing at the back of your head that says, this is wrong. Don't do this, you know, because we have a conscience. And, you know, wait, wait, wouldn't the Christians say that that's morality? You're creeping into the... See, I keep thinking if we ever find that, you know, morality lives in one place like your appendix and get it removed... (laughs) Then you know we're on our way to a fortune. I'm screwed. That's my true. Head. That's true. That's true. I'm just going to start removing organs just in, until <laughs> <laughs> keep removing them until you no longer have morals, and then just go out and sure. make money. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get to. I'll get there eventually. I'm sure. Now, Kyle, just remember mm-hmm. that the Earth is evolving, revolving around the sun. Every <laughs> <laughs> the universe keeps expanding. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we'll go. Uh, we'll, we'll go giant too one of these days. How does the song say? How does that song end? Where it's like, um, pray that there's a, a intelligent, intelligent life, life somewhere out because there's bugger all down, bugger here, on down Earth. here on Earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. There's no intelligent life here. <laughs> and to 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 bring us to the uh, the close of the bullshit you bullshit you can buy. I'm just gonna play our favorite song when we talk about bullshit. <laughs> Fucking bullshit.
Thank you, anime, for bringing us that song. <laughs> and thank you, Anwin, for being the uh, the person who brings us the bullshit or bullshit you can buy this week. So uh, My we'll, catch you, we'll catch you in the future with more of these because uh, they're going to keep coming. She's, and they're, she's, they're just way too much fun. Yes. This is her favorite thing to do on Sunday afternoon in Australia. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, the country's burning, but at least I can have some fun with some rubes out there in America. So. <laughs> Divine, are you a lesbian? Yes, I have done everything. Does blood turn you on? It does more than turn me on, Mr. Vader. It makes me come. And more than the sight of it, I love the taste of it. The taste of hot, freshly killed blood. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Okay, so Tom Horn on the Jim Baker show recently was talking about the quote-unquote truth behind uh, Trump's space force that uh, he's establishing, which... Yay, more money to the Department of Defense. That's really what we need in this country instead of paying for education or health of the common people. Fuck, I don't know, man. (laughs) So Tom Horn. Anyway, I'm going to let this play. I went to bed, and this was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you looked down before you get in the shower? (laughs) Don't. Have you held a hand mirror up to your own butt while you look into the other mirror? I mean, yeah, you probably don't want to do that either. There's a lot of terrifying things that, I mean, I don't find them terrifying. I find them sexy, but I'm just saying that uh, this guy is obviously scared of his own shadow. And I can imagine with him being on Jim Baker's show, seeing his own dick would be something that he'd be like, oh, no, I shouldn't have looked at that. I've sinned against you, Lord. Yeah, probably. Anyway, this fucking guy. It not only terrified everybody on Earth, it terrified me. And I can't, I'm not going to tell exactly what I saw until in January. Hang on. Oh, okay. He's going to wait till January. Okay. Hang on a minute. Like, <clears throat> what public good does it do to... Well, I'm, I'm obviously you're, overthinking you're, this. I really yeah, your your mistake here is thinking that they care about public good. In, whatever happens uh, between now and January, in January when he comes back on, he can then say, "See, I called it in prophecy." But I didn't say what I saw in prophecy. I oh, said right. I wasn't going to tell you what it was in prophecy. Right, because he wants to, you know, he wants to check and make sure he's on the right side of things before he actually says these things. I. Man, I don't know. He's on Jim Baker's show. Like, if you are on the Jim Baker show, you have made many missteps in your life. Have you eaten that bucket of food yet, Derek? No. Oh, God, no. Okay, <laughs> they're sitting right next to my favorite recliner, right over here. I see him. I'm looking at him longingly. I have thought every day this past week of, like, hey, it's lunchtime. Maybe right. I should go grab something from there and try to cook it up as a live video that I do on YouTube. 
And I'm sorry. I know everybody has paid for them. I know people have decided have decided a long time ago. God damn it, we want to make you put you through this fucking hell of of eating this shit. And you know what? I am going to eat this shit. The problem is, is that I'm going to let it sit here and get even less shelf stable. <laughs> because I'm a, f- I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was talking about seeing my own dick and or my own ass in the mirror <laughs> thing there, and I'm like cool with that. But like the fact that when it comes to eating a Jim Baker bucket, I'm like I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not cool. With that. That's a little too much. That's, That's too much. <laughs> God damn it. Wh- whatever, dude. In the new year, and then I can talk about it. Then I can't talk about it. It'll all make sense then. But I will tell you this: that in that vision, what I first thought I was looking at was a a a a dual-horned, fiery dragon deep in space. That's what I thought I was looking at, and it was... Dragons can't live in space, you idiot. I was going to say another word, but I'm not. (laughs) I mean, decompression alone would be a thing that would would not have a good time with that. No, it, it wouldn't. Undulating, like a serpent, moving towards the Earth at a great speed. Uh, and then my point. Well, you can wiggle as fucking much as you want in space, unless you have forward momentum. Nothing's gonna fucking propel you. <laughs> but it's undulating. I mean, okay, go and go in fucking zero gravity and go and see where that fucking gets you. It's not going to do it for anybody that's listening instead of watching. I just wiggled my body back and forth. That's not going to do anything in zero gravity. It's not going to mean a goddamn thing. It's like, oh, wait, you're just expending oh, calories moving okay. back and forth. You're like, that... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, dragon in space. Yeah, it's going to flap its wings. Against Uh-oh. what? So moving against the vast nothingness of space does not propel you any direction at all. So try, ag- try again? I, mean, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Tom, do you not know how fucking physics works? No, uh, I he does not. He probably does not. Right. And a view changed, and I was up above it looking down, and now I realized that it was a very, very large rock that was moving through space, right? And the uh-huh. way the sun was lighting on it, as it turned, it made it look as if it was undulating. It was slithering uh, through space. I'm not going to tell you what... A-, a change in direction, as you're talking about there with undulating would have to be under different systems of propulsion. Rocks don't just fucking undulate through space heading towards Earth to destroy everybody. Oh right, right. But he said he said he said the way it was the way it was rolling in the shadows and oh. it just made it look like it was. God damn it. He did he did self correct there. Following that, yet. I will, but not yet. But when I woke up, I, I literally nearly fell out of bed. I sat up in bed, and before I could write anything down, something whispered in my ear. Any guesses to what it would whisper in his ear? Be like, I, I, I can't even think of anything funny. I'm not funny right now. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah. There's so many things I wanted to say, but they all crowded at <laughs> the front of my mind. It's like... <laughs> I can't be funny right now because nothing is funny. God damn it. All right. So it came to the front of his mind. All right. Cool. Apophis. Oh, Apophis. There you go. Uh, th- wasn't that the bad guy in Stargate SG-1? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, one of them. Yeah. That was one of the, uh, the mm-hmm. Gua old, you know, bad guys, yeah. I think. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. Mm-hmm. Mm. I really like that show. Underrated show. And now, I knew that there was like an ancient Egyptian mm-hmm. god of chaos dragon called Apophis. Huh. I didn't know much about it. In fact, Derek Sherd can, can tell you all about it. Um, and I also knew that NASA had named an asteroid Apophis. Okay, so if they've named it, they obviously know what its path is. Yes. Which means they've observed it and they've, you know, Mm -hmm. spotted it going from point A to point B over a certain amount of time. So they can Mm -hmm. guarantee they know what speed the thing is moving in, what its trajectory is, and what's going to happen to it in the next 10 years. Because NASA's full of nerds like that and they like to crunch numbers. Especially when it comes to world ending fucking asteroids out there. Yeah, yeah. There's there's whole there's whole teams of people on. That's their only job. Hey, you two, your uh, your stuff is muted. I don't know if you, you 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 we can't hear anything you guys have been saying. So we're gonna keep playing until we can hear find out what's going on here. Anyway, Apophis, I am convinced is going to impact the Earth in nine years from now. Oh, I fucking hope so. Oh man, I hope so. My kids will be like adults by then and be like. Hey guys, this religious guy said that we're all gonna fucking die. So I hope you're cool with that. I mean, you 18 year old kids, you're not old enough to drink yet, but you know ah, the world's gonna end. I'm gonna give you some beer. We'll we'll just have some cocktails while the world is ending. And when it does, I think it's the fulfillment of the wormwood prophecy. Wait, what the fuck is the wormwood prophecy? Is someone enjoying their like absinthe a little bit too much here? Is that Oh okay, we can hear you guys now. Cool. We can hear you. Are we working again? Yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. So they said uh, that Apophis was briefly thought to hit Earth back in two thousand four. It's coming nowhere near us, you guys said. So Yep, that's from Wikipedia. Oh god damn. There are very, very smart, top 100 scientists smart, Mm. who say NASA is covering this up. Mm. That in... Mm. says Lori Baker. (laughs) NASA gives a chance of Apophis impacting Earth in 2036 as being a 1 in 45,000, followed by citation needed. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's still pretty high odds one in 45,000 but however that 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 is still very unlikely you know i mean it's not the same thing as like one in a hundred not even a one percent it's it's less than one percent kind of thing mm-hmm. I, I so when is when is this video from this is from uh december 10th 2019 is when this came out Gotcha. So he this says as far back as like 2004 when it was going to hit us originally. Right, 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 right. So it's not even this asteroid is not even going to get close for 10 years at least. 10 years plus, but this guy said nine. Well, let's see. April, April 2029. So we have at least 10 years, 10 years plus, you know. Or 2036. Or 2036. Yep. Jesus Christ. Indeed, this is actually going to impact the Earth. And they're worried right now about the kind of panic and chaos that would ensue as a result of it. 
This is why Donald Trump agreed with the funding. Because don't forget, Thanks. Donald Trump has prophecy believers in his ear. That's and right. that's the reason why he was pushing for the, uh, the new Space Command, all right. the additional money for Earth Defense right. Forces. This is all quietly going on behind the scene. <laughs> it just cuts him in the yeah. middle of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the fun thing about that is um, the Space Force we, we already would have... have we, 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 yeah, we already have U.S. Space Command, but they would have nothing to do with either trying to redirect or stop, or, or they would not have anything to do with his asteroid. Plus, plus uh, having a space force, which is an actual military force, would give him another opportunity to violate yet another international treaty. Yeah, because well, they never, they never met an yeah, they never met an international treaty they didn't like to violate. <laughs> I mean, Putin himself had a video um, a number of years ago. I don't know how many, but it, he was talking about the new weapons that the Russians were creating, which with their GDP, I'm like, yeah, fucking likely story there, buddy. Um, about how they were like having tungsten rods in space where they're going to drop them on the planet. So they reach like <laughs> entry level speeds. And so it's like nuclear weapons without the fallout kind of thing. And it's just like. Okay, man, you've been playing Call of Duty way too fucking much, man. <laughs> yeah. But this guy, okay, Space Force, I, I understand the reasoning behind wanting to have a space, you know, doit doit force here that we have here, but that's also already been completed by the JPL, NASA, and United States Space uh, Space Command, or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck it be, the acronym is there. Uh, I know they fly a lot of shit out of California. Uh, I had a friend that used to do uh, missions with the drone shuttles that were coming in with that one, but Vandenberg, I think, is where the base is, but it, it really doesn't fucking matter, because when you're talking about a defensive military force, you're talking about something that's looking at space inward to the Earth. You're not talking about, like, space looking outward. We're not expecting, right. like, a fucking invasion of the, the Zentradi or something like that. Like, it's fucking Macross or something <laughs> going on here. We're not looking at... Oh my God. I, I don't even fucking know how to make the words work for these people like this, where they're like, oh, yeah, that asteroid Apophis is going to destroy us in 10 years. It's like, well, you're probably going to be dead from fucking cholesterol in 10 years. Why do you care? <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't have any better words for it, but here we are. Have you ever, ever thought that maybe having, if the rescue would happen, it would be a good thing because we could get rid of all these idiots and live the world for the rest of us? Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I actually really enjoyed that uh, TV series on HBO called The Leftovers. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Because like 20% of Earth's population just fucking disappeared like within mm -hmm. like a moment or something like that and they didn't know what the fuck it was because they're like is it religion is it this is it that kind of thing uh come to find out it's like quantum entanglement with another earth of the same like they crossed over at the same time and so half the pop or a chunk of the population decided ended up on the other earth that exists out there so cool fucking story i didn't mean to ruin anybody's yeah. like enjoyment of that show over the like the four seasons it is it's a depressing fucking show it was really good but god damn what a fucking beating 
Um, <laughs> you know, you, you know, uh, years ago, uh, my first husband uh, answered the door. It was some sort of a door to door religion salesman. Yeah. And he just gave him a funny look and said, you know, the rapture happened uh, last Thursday at 4.17 p.m. It was ah, last Tuesdayism. There you go. And he said, I know why I'm, I'm why they didn't take me, but what are you still doing here? <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a different belief than what I just brought up there. Last Tuesdayism is like uh, the world was created last Tuesday. So. Well, yeah, there was, <laughs> you know, it was created last Tuesday, but it was destroyed last Thursday. Yeah, but we've been given all of the information that makes us think that it's been a long enough life for all the rest of us. So, oh man, God damn it. It's been a hell of a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this guy talking about Space Force stopping Apophis. You yeah. Look, man, if there is a an object moving at near relativistic speeds heading towards Earth, there's not a goddamn thing we can do to stop it. Well, I mean, there might be. We don't know. Yeah, but it's, no, not, it's moving not at the, like point nine C. There's, well, there's it's, no, the, the point. <laughs> the point is. The point is. It's not the space force that's going to figure yeah. out what no, to space, do. Space force is going to be worried what's going on on Earth instead and other satellites that are out there instead of worrying about what's happening coming from outside the 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 coupler belt or whatever the fuck you call it the Kepler Kepler belt and or the Oort cloud. You know, yeah, <laughs> we're for, more worried about the near Earth collisions coming from that. Mm-hmm. Rather than the alien spaceship that flew through the the uh, the galaxy recently with the Umama or whatever the fuck it was called, the uh, I- I'm just having fun. The, the <laughs> I'm just messing and, with you guys. and as far as deflecting an asteroid, all it takes is is a bunch of impactors that weigh about a kilogram each launched at it, and you know no explosives doesn't require anything special. All you have to mm-hmm. do is deflect it a you know a tiny arc. You know, Less than an arc second of travel, and it's it's going to miss. All you need to do is send a ball of paint up at that thing. <laughs> that's going to get enough sunlight in order to push it the other direction just a yep. little bit. That's all it's going to take. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it once again for us this week. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. Shit, you could join us on the show like we had our two guests this week. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Utah Outcast like the following amazing people did. And starting with the list from the very beginning, we have Amber Mulvaney, Becky Fairley, Bicycle Legs. Let's see. Brooke Moffat, Christopher Ward, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake Chaos, Hopswatch. James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen what sorry, I mis- mixed up two names there. Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Michael Murphy, Randall Gass, Robert X, Stacy Startzel, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, 
And I'm going to interject real quick right here because I want to see if people are actually listening to this whole thing. I know some people are. I know a lot of people aren't. So I just want to say, um, I would say leave a comment somewhere if you, if we could see it from you. You know, hit me on Twitter and say, uh, hey, X, uh, I listened. You know, just I just want to see how many people are listening that closely because I know a lot of people go, oh, God, he's reading the list of names again. I better just skedaddle. Anyway, where were we? Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Bob Simpson, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, Aaron Painter, Andrew Medina, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, and our newest patron, Chuck Patinaud, or Patinaude. I don't know. We are the first show that he has patronized. So thank you, Chuck. I really appreciate that. Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Evans Murphy, Freethinker215, and Waylon Smithers support the National Adoption Center. Gary Smith, Ian Bond, Joshua Abadie, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Varmentum, formerly known as Mr. Bible Pants, or that was the married name before. Michael Smuda, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Rich Auntie Skeleton. Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Ugly German Truths, Ardwin, Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Sash, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, and uh, the people that were on the show this week, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph, Matthew James, Michael Lord, and Jazza G. Thank you all so very much for supporting the show. We really do appreciate everything that you do to keep us in business. Uh, Before we wrap this up, we need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share your love for the show uh, monetarily. Wait, did I get to the... uh, I might have missed one there. Did I skip... uh, I did Evans Murphy, and hopefully I did Freethinker215 and Wayland Smithers support the National Adoption Center. But it's not that anymore because I forgot to update it. It is uh, something to do with uh, Freethinker215 and... What is it? Chief Wiggum support the American Civil Liberties Union. God damn it. I always miss that one. Sorry, I need to update my notes. I'm going to probably do that here in a second. Anyway, to round us all off at the end here, um, if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, There are many other ways you can do so, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there. Uh, Like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff that we ask everybody to do. Leave us a review on whatever service you happen to catch us on. You can always shoot us an email or a text. We're always happy to hear from every single person out there. 347-669-3377. We also have a P.O. Box, P.O. Box 160699. That is in Clearfield, Utah, 84016. Anyway... I need to get moving, I need to get this posted, and I need to get to bed. So with that, it's time to bring episode number 275 to an amazing close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome.
no. I hate trolls. It's time once again for uh, comments from trolls, and this, uh, this I only have two of them this week, and you know I, I get it, folks. They're not actual trolls. They're not saying these things in order to rile us up and then so they can sit back and laugh at the fact that oh we're so triggered or something like that or whatever the fuck they want to say attack helicopter what I don't know guys they they're not funny none of these people are funny when they say these things to us but and they're not doing this just to get our dander up it's just a fucking convenient term that I can use to make a fucking video and that's what we do around here and it's on the audio as well but anyway the first one that we have up here is by a person named Dorth Surreal D-O-R-T-H and says my brother my brother shit I fucked it up already my mother is British and my father is American which means I have dual citizenship which I have kept up diligently I live here in America and reap all the benefits thereof and if Trump gets in that game next year I'm going back to the UK at least we don't have them over there renting and Brown nosing and selling out the American people, you fuckwits can say whatever you want about my country because we talked about the UK election last week. Yeah, good luck with Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah I was good luck. Say, this <clears throat> comment has not aged very well in the week that you made it there, Dorth. Um, yeah, how's your NHS going to go for you? How, how's Brexit going to work out for your fucking country now? Yeah, you don't get NHS with uh, the Brexit. You don't. How about the fact that your United Kingdom is no longer going to be the fucking United Kingdom because uh, uh, Northern Ireland is moving towards, you know, going back to just regular Ireland and they're going to get away from being part of your shit. How about oh, Scotland? Oh, this is a whole problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Scotland Scotland voted in a whole bunch of people. They were like, yeah, we're, we're fucking out of here. You know, mm -hmm. if, you, uh, if you guys want Brexit, we're going to get the fuck out. So. Yep. So yeah, come and talk to us about how good your fucking country is when you guys just gave it all to the fucking uh, the Tories. How about that? Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're both countries. We're we're in the same boat <laughs> at this yeah, point. I mean, in you time. guys are just a shade of what we go through most right. of the time. You know? Right. It's it's same just thing with it's, Canada. It's just Trudeau's one not going to be there forever. <laughs> yeah, it's one big game of pot calling the kettle black at this point. Right. You made us UK. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem with it? <laughs> uh, say whatever we want about your country. No, honestly, I actually really do like England. I, I like a lot of the people that I've met there. I've made tons of friends from there. But if you're going to tell us that we can't comment on your politics because it fucking upsets you, fuck off. With your dual citizenship, I'm going to play both sides of the fence bullshit here. I'm stuck here. I'm here in America. I live here. I work here. And I participate in the fucking government that exists in this country. I don't get to go, oh, shit's getting hard. I get yeah. to run away now. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at the rate, at the rate, at the rate UK is going right now, <laughs> you might not have the option to retain dual citizenship. <laughs> so well, at least they have those blue passports. <laughs> at least they're blue now. Yes. So he, he finishes up saying, you can say what about my country, but at least if Trump gets back next year, your asses will stay, will still be here. And I'll be in the UK waving at you and laughing my brief ass off. So fuck you is what they put out there. Yeah, it'll be brief. All right. Okay. Fuck us. No, fuck us. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't have a fucking value added tax. I mean, our taxes are relatively low in this country versus what the UK has. 
that's cool. And even when your national health service goes away and you're paying American levels of fucking shit to have your fucking tax, have your medical care in your country, that's cool. When you start getting tariffs on all of your fucking goods because the UK decided to go into Brexit and the fucking EU's like, uh, no, you don't make enough for us to care about what you make there to import here. We got plenty of other countries where you can make all this shit in as well. When all of the companies decide, shit, I can't make anything in the UK and actually turn a profit on it. I better outsource to another country where they're going to actually make money off of it because the EU is going to be able to sell it to everybody without having all the import and export taxes shit levied on it. Yeah, go ahead and tell me how great my fucking country is when yours is about to go through about five or six years of fucking hell. When I lived in Spain and when oh, I was in the Navy, the, uh, they had a referendum in uh, Gibraltar about uh, uh, about abrogating the Treaty of Utrecht and rejoining Spain. And, uh, and Gibraltar voted it overwhelmingly down. They wanted to stay part of the United Kingdom. Yeah. But, uh, but Gibraltar also voted overwhelmingly to stay in the European Union. Because the last thing they want is a hard border with Spain. Yeah, and, no and, shit. Uh, and, uh, and, Where all of your stuff has to come through. Yeah, when, <laughs> when I was there, they used to have like hour-long waits getting across the border from Gibraltar to Spain because uh, because uh, Spain liked to screw with people from the e uh, from the UK. Uh, I can almost see now a new referendum in Gibraltar and they say, yeah, we're done with the United Kingdom. We'll go back to Spain. Yeah, every fucking car. The British Empire's done. I mean, you guys had a good run. <laughs> I don't like most of the shit you did, but I'm just saying that that it's over. It's it's fucking over with him being your new prime minister. Good job. All right, the next one that we have is from Ethan Weeder, W E E T E R. Don't you use your real name on the internet, guy? Um, said give Ken Ham credit. This was on obviously on a Ken Ham video that we made. He invites no. people from all over the world. And atheists and Christians alike to see the ark. So, um, what is this? It does, I think he's misunderstanding what we were complaining about. Is that we're saying there's not worldwide appeal to come see a giant boat facaded building? Oh, he thinks that like we I'm think. Okay, go ahead. All right, let me go ahead. He could just turn down business and hide behind Christianity in doing so. Um, he does. That he does, and there's not a lot of money in you know not pandering to the Christian base with his company. No, because most atheists don't want to go to the Ark or the yeah, Creation no, Museum. No, most no. atheists have no interest. <laughs> We're a bunch of weirdos. We are not yeah. representative. Right. right. If this were a bigger city, which another that's another thing that he decide, decided to have this thing in the middle of. Uh, and I, I apologize to the people in Kentucky. I realize you got a cool state and you got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, he didn't got go it. near Louisville, did he? No, he's in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> so uh, let's see. I mean, he's close to Cincinnati, but uh, any, nobody cares about that. Uh, maybe if uh, less if Christians actually read their Bibles and pay less attention to so-called scientists spreading science falsely so-called, they would want to go to the Ark Encounter. So you deny reality, go see the giant boat building. Yeah, uh, put away your cell phones and your medicine and your. 
How about Internet. your car? Your, you know, just. I mean, it's it's hard to get there without science, right? Right. Uh, I so-called scientists, guys. Come on now. Oh, right, 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 right. Airplanes I mean, stay up by wishes. Just the internal combustion engine itself is kind of a tiny miracle, man. I mean, well, you, it runs on it runs on miracles. You you have to pull over every you know three hundred miles and pray into the tank. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, we're being facetious, but if you if you look at it that way, it's like we managed to distill like oil into petrol uh, into petrol that we put into these machines that are hundreds of moving parts that are ran off of explosions mixed of gas vapors and air and oxygen that are ignited by sparks at timing events that happen once every six thousandths of a second i mean they're fucking uh, internal combustion engines are fucking magical the fact that we still use them it blows my mind it's like that's a lot of fucking moving parts that can fail on you <laughs> yeah yeah my and, and and not only that but i can just pour uh you know, eight gallons or uh, 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 40 liters commie uh, into my, uh, or uh, uh, that'd be 32 liters commie, uh, in, in, into my gas tank and go 400 miles uh, in, in my little dinky car because it, 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 it sips gasoline, uh, uh, you know, like it was a, a rare fine uh, a wine or something. Right. Unlike the, the, unlike the <laughs> Apollo that I used to own that got like eight miles to the gallon. <laughs> so... Okay, the AIG ministry does not discriminate. Y yes, they do. Uh, they have yeah, I don't yeah, think you do. understand. Yeah, I don't think you understand Very what discrimination specifically is. Specifically, they do. You have to sign a statement of faith in order to get a job working for them. So that's at the very get out discrimination against people that are not Christian that want to work for this company. Why you would want to, I don't know, but um like the Smithsonian or the govern the government does now, for the most part, Governance. against Christianity. Governant. Hey, buddy. Uh, the government does for, for the most part now against Christianity. Motherfucker. Most people in the government are Christians. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Strong majority, even and above their representation in the populace. Yeah, look at look at Utah. Our population is about what fifty two percent LDS or something like that. I think it's about then, sixty. Yeah, give or take. It, it, it depends on it depends on how 90 you ninety percent in the legislation. Yeah, now our yeah. own legislature has exactly one open atheist. <laughs> uh, Ernie Chambers, the guy who sued God. <laughs> That seems like a weird lawsuit to bring up as an atheist. <laughs> yeah, well, he, uh, he he sued God in the in the in the idea that uh, that God, as supposedly all good, as as declared in the Bible, uh, is visiting nothing but natural disasters on the state of Nebraska. That the idea was to show that frivolous lawsuits are bullshit. <laughs> now, can somebody please tell that to um? Oh, what the fuck is this, Devin Nunez? Can we get there already? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, finishing this finishing this paragraph here. Why do we not have the freedom of religion in public schools? We we do. You do. Yeah. Kids are allowed to pray as much as they want. Read. Yeah. Somebody. I can't remember want. who I was saying. Uh, I was talking to. They were claiming that like kids weren't allowed to read from Bibles. I'm like, that's protected. It's part of the conservative religion. Conservatism is a religion every bit as much as Christianity is. The, uh, mm -hmm. you, have, you have to adopt particular positions 
If you don't adopt those positions, you're a heretic. They have they have a prelate who was ever the leader of the party at the time, and saints like Ronald Reagan or Abraham Lincoln, who 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 in real life resemble nothing that the stories they tell about. You know yeah, what? I mean, can you imagine Trump after everything said and done with the impeachment and removal? That there there's people that are going to be lionizing Trump after all of this. You know, my they're going to be like, he was a great president. He did a good job. And they're going to be like, oh, look at the funny thing that Trump did today. That's good. That's funny. There's going to be. Ellen, there, yeah, know. we're going to get a worst fascist. And after Trump, people would be like, do you miss Trump yet? And I'll be like, no, he was a goddamn <laughs> what? He's a fascist. I have, All of them are fascists. I have learned how to drink heavily underneath Trump. That's one thing he's given me. So <laughs> I drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's the only way to numb shit for like a couple of hours. And <laughs> I have to sleep somehow. God damn it. Right. Freedom from religion is actually anti-constitutional. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> Because, hold that thought, Kyle, because it denies freedom of religion to Christians and non-atheists. I'm, I'm going to tell him that's, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's not that. No, that's not a thing. (laughs) That's not a thing. I mean, not only is it not a thing, but that is, that is patently absurd. Okay, so that's like the 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 fucking Billy Madison level of like that answer made absolutely no sense. May God have mercy on your soul for you giving me that answer. Is like in no (laughs) way did that constitute any kind of thought at all. You know, it's that level of like, bitch, what the fuck did you just say? Like, (laughs) did you hear the words that came out? (laughs) No, they didn't. They really didn't. Freedom from religion. Okay, now he's gonna fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> at least he's not jumping on the back of your chair <laughs> well I can deal with that one it's kind of cute when he jumps up there it's like ah see I have a cat look but I'm then... a cat loaf on the back of a chair yeah hey. it's very cute very cute very internet very YouTube but like no like just having cats eating in my microphone you know it's fine all of this is fine <laughs> so yeah that's all we got for comments from trolls this week that's that's enough. I think that that's good. I mean, how dare you say that like you can't be Christian in this country? That, that's how I want to. I, I want to like frame any anytime somebody brings up an argument like this. Like, how dare you say that you don't have your, you know, freedom of your religion? When I'm still, there's still laws in the book saying that atheists can't run for office. I know they don't mean anything, but the fact that they're there is also one of those like, man. <laughs> Fucking right hell. Outside, yeah. Right outside my window here, I have a Lutheran church right across the street from me. <sighs> How dare you? How dare you? You're People fought and died for you guys to have your Christian dominionism. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs>